This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. I'm Greg Elliott, and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan. It's Wednesday, the 5th of May. In your Sport Today, the IPL has been suspended and the Parramatta Eels terminate the contract of Michael Jennings. Plus, Man United protesters are being investigated and Kira Austin is out of the netball with an ACL tear. All right, Jim, let's dive in. The Indian Premier League was suspended with immediate effect last night after more positive coronavirus results came in from multiple clubs across the league yesterday. Wicketkeeper Ridaman Saha of the Sunrisers Hyderabad and several staff at the Chennai Super Kings tested positive and many teams are now in isolation, Gem. Yeah, an emergency meeting was held with the IPL Governing Council and the Indian Cricket Board yesterday, Greg, and they unanimously decided to postpone the remainder of the season immediately that would have run until the end of May. They released a statement last night saying they don't want to compromise the safety of the players, support staff and other IPL participants, acknowledging the difficult times going on in India right now and that everyone from the tournament should be able to go back to their families and loved ones. The board added that they would be doing everything in their power to arrange for the secure and safe passage of all IPL participants too. There's no word yet on how this will impact the Australian players and coaches who are currently unable to come home with the government's temporary ban on entry for anyone travelling from India to Australia. As it stands, anyone who attempts to return, including via another country, could face jail time and fines. Lots to talk about in the NRL gem. The Parramatta Eels have terminated the contract of star centre Michael Jennings effective immediately. Jennings has been provisionally suspended by Sports Integrity Australia after testing positive to two banned substances, so it's unclear if and when he could return to the NRL in any case. He's not the only player in the news, though, Jim. No. Sam Burgess, the former South Sydney Rabbitohs captain, was in court yesterday pleading guilty to multiple driving offences. Burgess had an illicit drug present in his blood and received a nine-month conditional release order meaning he'll have to be at his best behaviour, Greg. He was also given over $1,000 in fines for other offences. And in other legal battles, St George Illawarra player Jack DeBellin has also been in court, Greg, charged with five counts of aggravated assault. Yeah, that trial has been going on for a little while. DeBellin and his friend Callan Sinclair pleaded not guilty to an alleged rape in 2018. The jury retired to consider the verdict on Monday morning. They're still yet to come to a decision and will restart discussions today. It was confirmed last night that Giants netball player Kira Austin has a torn anterior cruciate ligament, or ACL, in her right knee. She suffered the injury in round one of the Super Netball over the weekend and is expected to be out for around 12 months, Jim. Yep, and she's getting a knee reconstruction in the coming weeks as well. All of this, Greg, after she only just started her career in the National Diamond Squad at the Constellation Cup recently too. Giants coach Julie Fitzgerald earlier this week denied any suggestion that Austin's pre-season, including the Cup, was to blame for Austin's injury and last night said the club is devastated for her and is rallying around the shooter. Fitzgerald added that Austin already has her sights set on returning bigger and better in the 2022 Super Netball season and is looking ahead to the Commonwealth Games next year too. Her replacement at the Giants is expected to be announced in the next few days ahead of the Round 2 clash against the Collingwood Magpies in Sydney this Saturday at (laughs) 3pm. 
Manchester United will work with police to punish any fans who were involved in criminal or violent activity as part of the protest at their home ground of Old Trafford on Sunday night. Fans stormed the ground, bottles and barriers were thrown outside of the ground, a flare was thrown at the broadcaster's podium and six police officers were injured, Jim. So United are working with police to help identify the fans who took part in the non-peaceful parts of the protest. One man has already been arrested and the club have their own policy as well for disruptive behaviours too, Greg. The sanctions range from a one to six game ban for damaging property or disorderly behaviour right through to indefinite suspensions for abusive or aggressive behaviour towards others or any other criminal activity. Adding to all this, under EPL rules, Man United could potentially face a points deduction from the Premier League as well if they're found responsible for failing to contain the mass protests and Liverpool could be awarded the match points as well. Having said that, Jem, Premier League law also states that United may not be held accountable as police influenced the decision to postpone the game. Both the Premier League and Football Association are investigating the protest to find out exactly what happened and who was responsible. No word yet, though, Jem, on when we can expect their findings. Before we get to today's Catch This, we've got some news here at Sport Today, Gem. We do. We've been going for 10 weeks and we think it's time to take stock of how we're going by hearing from you, our listeners. And there's a good reason to help us out with that because you could be in line for a $500 gift card from Dan Murphy simply by filling in a survey that will take just one minute to do. A link to the survey is in your episode notes. And Gem, we've got some other news too. We do. We'll be pausing the podcast at the end of this week for about a month while we gather that survey intel. Yeah, we know Sport Today is hitting the mark for sports lovers who want a good factual update in the morning with a bit of personality and no shouting. But we want to take the time to pause and reflect and make it even better. Yeah, we're always looking to improve. Absolutely. So please take a minute, fill out the survey for us. And remember, there's that $500 Dan Murphy's voucher up for grabs. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update, or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, one of the less talked about sports, snooker, had its world championship this week with Englishman Mark Selby winning it for the fourth time. The snooker final is a marathon. It's a best of 35 games, which Selby won 18 to 15 against fellow Englishman Sean Murphy. Selby is still a way off the all-time winner, though, Joe Davis. An Englishman, <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> he won it 15 times between 1927 and 1946. <laughs> Note to self, I won't be challenging English people to snooker. <laughs> uh, what I do now know, though, is I should be challenging Boris Becker to tennis. There's a video during the rounds on social media, Greg, of tennis great Andre Agassi explaining how he knew where Becker would serve. It was all about where he would stick his tongue out during the serving wind-up. We'll put a link to the video in your episode notes. It's pretty funny. That's all from us here at Sport Today. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll catch you tomorrow. Tomorrow.